Welcome back. I'm John Eldridge. We have been doing a series on the masculine journey that cover the stages that every man must go through in the story of his life. With me is Craig McConnell, Morgan Snyder, Bart Hansen, helping to unpack and to share our personal stories about what this looks like in a man's journey. We're glad that you joined us on the Ransomed Heart Podcast. This is uh, the third installment, actually, in a six-part series that we're doing on the stages of the journey that every boy and man has to go through in order to become a man, Um, the things that God has set so deeply in the soul of man, things that he's written even into the earth itself. And so if you're a woman joining us, you're going to get a lot of insight into your boyfriend, uh, your father, your husband, your sons. And men, this is foundational. Every man takes this journey. And as we've been talking about, the stages are boyhood, the beloved son, that stage about birth to 12, and then uh, the cowboy stage which is about 13 to about 20, stage of adventure and, and uh, hard work and discovering that you do have what it takes. And this installment is the stage of the warrior. And I think the stage of the warrior comes in, really kicks in or comes into predominance around the ages uh, between like 18 and 20. But, uh, oh my goodness, you can see the warrior yeah. in, every, in, much oh, yeah. in every little boy. I think the first sounds that my sons learned to make were, you know, and, you know, and just there's a gifting that little boys seem to have with battle and wrestling and aggression. A little guy I saw at the grocery store, he had on Spider-Man pajamas. It sort of looked like a Halloween costume, but I mean, this was like in, you know, May. And but they were pajamas. They were Spider Man pajamas. And I just smiled. He was about three years old, and I knew there is no way his mom was able to get him out of those. That's right. Because right. he wants to be Spider Man. Yeah. He is Spider Man, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. There all those longings of little boys to play the superhero, be the superhero. You see the the warrior coming out pretty early in a little mm-hmm. boy's life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You guys remember? Oh, yeah. Playing army, the neighborhood, all the, the pack of boys patrolling the neighborhood, you know, fending off the black evil that was uh, invading. Oh, certain to come at oh. any moment, oh, right? Oh, thank God we were on watch. Yeah. Yeah. You bet. With what? What were you armed with? Oh, pop guns, you know, yeah. uh, aluminum canteens with some Kool-Aid in them, tangerine grenades. Yeah, we were just – we were on guard. We were on the wall. Yeah, tin cans full of fireplace ash. Uh, <laughs> that, was your, of us. that was your deal. You're, yeah. you're, you're older yeah. than me. <laughs> you know, John, I think about that and, you know, I played organized athletics but I think where this came out in me is sandlot football in the neighborhood. Um, that we had a weekly game where in the neighborhood where I grew up. And, man, we just had such great participation in that. And I remember, you know, we played tackle football. We didn't have helmets. We didn't have anything. But we had run at each other. And, I mean, some of these guys got hurt pretty good. I mean, you'd bust a rib or whatever. But I remember just it was battle. Yeah. 
and you'd come home bloody, bloody nose, black eye. And if you didn't have something, it's like you didn't do anything. Okay, mm-hmm. that's fascinating mm-hmm. because my sons, even when they were young, would love to show their scars. Mm. Right? Exactly. You get a little wound. You get a neat scar from something. Oh, Dad, look at this. I got this when yeah. I fell off my bike. Oh, and then yeah. hear this. You know, hear this one. This is where Sam threw the rock and hit me in the forehead. You know, <laughs> right? I, right. They're badges of honor. Yes, they are. And moms don't get this. I mean, a boy shows affection usually through aggression. I mean, they, still, you know, the boys will walk into the kitchen and they don't say good morning. They hit me. You know, you give them a nice shot in the shoulder or a Charlie horse on the on the thigh. And Stacey's like, what is it with you guys? I said, Mom, this is just boyhood. This, yeah. this is yeah. just yeah. the warrior coming out. Mm. Yeah. And the warrior is so crucial because Exodus 15.3, the Lord is a warrior. Mm-hmm. The Lord is his name. And there has been a stripping Mm-hmm. And an emasculating and a, a shunning of the the warrior mm-hmm. in boys and in men, especially in, in Western culture in the last 30, 40 years. But you go back into scripture and you see this is absolutely crucial to God. You know, mm-hmm. uh, open the gates, the king of glory may come in, the psalm yeah. says. Who is this king of glory? The Lord mighty in battle. You know, Jeremiah says, the Lord is with me like a mighty warrior mm-hmm. uh, or a, a dread champion. Goliath mm-hmm. was a dread champion. The mighty men of David were dread champions. And he's describing God like that. Mm-hmm. And then God puts this in the heart of a man, right, to be the warrior. And the reasons are many. But among them, because... Just about everything you want in life, you're going to have to fight for. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it's the marriage you want, the job you want, the intimacy with God that you want, mm-hmm. the freedom, the yes. healing, the breakthrough. You know, I mean, it, you just sort of name anything you care about. Doesn't mm-hmm. life feel like a battle? Mm-hmm. Yes. Oh, yeah. Don't you yeah. feel like you wake up every morning to face another battle? Yes. Yeah. Everything's opposed that you want that's good that God has for you. Yes. And do you feel like a warrior? Yes. Sometimes not. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes I wake up and I say, who? I mean, you feel the opposition, but you don't even know who to swing the sword at. Yeah. Or can I? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Can I? Yeah. Can I pick it up? Because the other thing we got early in the story and the scriptures, we get the warrior image from God, but then we get passivity from Adam. Mm-hmm. I mean, the whole human race goes into sin because Adam wouldn't fight. You know, Eve's being tempted by the evil one and Adam doesn't do anything, mm-hmm. you know, and he won't resist. He won't fight back. He won't say no. He won't stand up for what's right. He won't hold on to his integrity and help his wife and help her hold on to hers. And he won't face evil. He won't face it. And that passivity gets into the human race. And oh my gosh, it just feels like it's endemic now, yeah. particularly in men. Yeah. Well, John, as you say that, I, I think of my son, Josh, who is four and a half, and I realize he knows far better than I do that he's a warrior and he has what it takes. I mean, he knows he's out to conquer the world and that he's strong and confident. 
I mean, I get home from most days feeling beat up and think about all the battles I lost. Right. And he shows me his scars and he's ready to go shoot bows or show me the treasure he found the other day. I called the road in front of our house, which we live in suburbia here in Colorado Springs, and I called it a road. And he said, Daddy, that's a river. He said, this is a pirate ship. And I didn't realize that while I was away at work, Mom and Joshua (laughs) converted the house into a pirate ship. And so I'm just aware his confidence far exceeds mine. And he knows. See, that's what I love is that he knows that he was meant to be Mm -hmm. a warrior. Mm -hmm. I was asking the boys the other day. Um, my boys are now, you know, in their teenage years, you know, 19, almost 20, 18 and 15. I said, what did you enjoy about boyhood? The first thing out of their mouths was all the weapons we'd make. <laughs> and they would. They would just, you know, they'd make their own swords, their own guns. They'd, they were always into that. Mm-hmm. And again, moms, you got to let them. It's just part of boyhood. It doesn't mean he's going to become a psychopath or a terrorist, right? In fact, The courage that we want to see in men later in life to stand Mm -hmm. up against psychopaths and terrorists, you know, the courage we want to see in men to be good fathers and and be good men, Mm -hmm. to stand up for their faith, Mm -hmm. you know. Against evil. Yeah. You have to build that Mm -hmm. into a boy Mm -hmm. by affirming the warrior, helping him face his fears and helping him overcome the passivity Mm. Right? That's just crucial. John, I'll never forget. The first time I saw you interacting with your boys, this must have been 10 years ago, and your oldest son, Samuel, was beating on one of the other two boys. And I'm thinking, (sighs) oh, this is where dad brings the hammer. And and you looked him in the eye and you said, Samuel, God made you strong for a reason. And it's to protect your brother, not hurt him. And something in me really shifted. And now I realize you were affirming in Samuel, you are a warrior son. You do have what it takes. Mm. Use it for the right reason. And I just find as I father Joshua, I feel God fathering me in that same way to say, mm. I am strong. I am a warrior. Now direct it in the right manner. Yes. Yes. I was doing a radio interview the other day um, with a couple of young men. They're starting their little project and they're trying to build a show for young men. And you could just see the yearning in their eyes. They said, the question we want to ask you is, what's a man? And when does a man know he's a man? And I'm like, well, how do you boil down all of this? I mean, we're summarizing it in six stages and it feels like we're just barely scratching the surface and they want one answer. And I felt like what God said was courage. Mm. And then just two days later, I was reading, Chesterton says, without courage, none of the other virtues can exist. Mm. Right. Mm. And the courage is the foundation. Courage is essential. So when we're describing the, the warrior stage, we're not talking about hatred. We're not even talking about violence. Right. We are talking about courage and we are talking about the willingness to do battle, mm-hmm. right, uh, because battle must be done. Yeah. Uh, you know, John, when you say that, I mean, I think – I mean, my world growing up, there were always bullies and that's where fear kind of – came up in me. Do do you stand against that bully? I mean, that big guy that you know he's bigger than you are. And and a lot of times that was my brother. And, um, you know, there were times when I just would want to go cower in the corner. Mm -hmm. And and then there were other times that something would rise up in me and I would stand firm against Mm. him. And that was a long battle in my life Mm. with that. But I gave way to fear a lot in that. But when I did have the courage to stand up, Oh, my gosh. 
something happened mm. within my masculine heart mm. that it just made you feel good, made you feel victorious, yep. made you feel like a man. Yep. Mm. And Barb, I noticed that when I'm driven by fear, I pick battles I can win. Whereas John, as you're talking about the courage, as God fathers us, I find that I have more courage to step in in increasing amounts to battles that I don't know the outcome. I don't know where this is headed. I'm just aware so much of my life was just choosing battles that I know I can win Mm -hmm. and just cowering from the others. I just connected two stories. I was just sitting here listening to you. When I was in seventh grade, I had a friend who was overweight. And he was being picked on by a bully at the drinking fountain. And I kind of came up and I didn't start a fight or anything, but I just – to stand up for him. Right? And I'm like, hey, that's wrong. You know, Leave him alone I think is all I said. Well, the bully turned around and pow, popped me, knocked my two front teeth out. One shot. Wow. It was so humiliating. And then, of course, then you're the talk of the school, right? Sure. Whoa, you're the one who got popped by Billy or you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. And, and let me see your teeth. And, and uh-huh. so emasculate. I'm not strong. Mm-hmm. I'm not true. I'm not brave. I'm not mm-hmm. a warrior. I can't handle myself. Mm-hmm. OK. 30 years later, I remember I was in a situation where somebody came into my office at work and they said, the boss, our boss at the time is really ticked. And he's coming to you to get an honest answer about how he's leading because some people have kind of confronted him and said, you're not leading well. And he said, so he's coming. I just want to give you the heads up. You know what I did? I ran. Mm. I left work early. Mm. I literally ducked Mm. out. And here was an opportunity that I had been actually waiting for. Mm. Uh I wanted to confront this man. I wanted to Mm. set the record straight. I wanted to say some difficult things that needed to be said. Mm -hmm. You know, but there was something in me that just felt like, I'm back at the drinking fountain. Right, exactly. I can't handle this. He's going to knock my teeth out, you know, emotionally, spiritually, intellectually. And and so I ran. That fear is in us Mm -hmm. all. God wants to train us up as warriors. Mm-hmm. He put that little Spider-Man pajamas yeah. heart in a little boy. And, and this is so crucial to a young man's journey, having a battle to fight, knowing that he is a warrior, knowing that it's good, uh, that there is a holy aggression, mm-hmm. that the desire to win, to conquer, to defeat is a good thing. Because we're going to need to resist evil. We're going to need to fight for others, protect the innocent. And so God wants to train us up in the stage of the warrior. And the way he mostly does it is to give you battles. Mm -hmm. We want some sort of workshop training. Yeah. You know, Mm -hmm. we want a chalk talk. We want whiteboard training. We want to learn this somehow, you know, in a safe environment. But he does it with live ammo. He puts you in in real battles. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. He puts you in situations that you don't know how it's going to go. And he Mm -hmm. says, courage, son, Mm -hmm. rise up, face it. So we've been doing a series. This is the third on six stages of the masculine journey today being the stage of the warrior. And let's invite God to, uh, to continue to father us in these mm. things. Mm. So, Father, we do. We need healing here, yes, every one of us. Jesus, we do. Our sons need healing. Mm-hmm. Um, the men that we love need healing. Mm-hmm. And so we ask you to come and father us in this. Yes. Heal the ways that the warrior was wounded in us, that mm-hmm. we were ashamed or emasculated or told that was wrong, that was unchristian, 
show us what a warrior you are. Show us how you fight for us and show us what kind of a warrior you've made us to be. Mm -hmm. Heal and strengthen, initiate us Mm -hmm. and give us the courage courage. to face Mm -hmm. the battles Mm -hmm. that you are bringing for us to face and give us the training, the Mm -hmm. wisdom, the cunning, Mm -hmm. the skill to really honestly wear the full armor of God and to confront evil and the evil one in the power of God. We invite this. We welcome this. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening to this week's podcast. We hope you loved it. We love getting your feedback as well. If you're enjoying these podcasts and would like to leave us a comment, please visit the iTunes store and do so. And by the way, all of our audio resources are now available for purchase through the iTunes store. You can find our resources and our other podcasts by searching for either Ransomed Heart or John Eldridge on the iTunes store. And to find out more about Ransomed Heart, our podcast, our events, and all of the things that we're offering and doing, come to our website at www.ransomedheart.com.